0: Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live down the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will continue to discuss the question, Does the Bible reveal a global conspiracy? We will be studying what the Bible teaches. Our guest speaker is based in Norway, in Scandinavia. More about our guest after you've heard some music.
1: I see the stars
0: Does the Bible reveal a global conspiracy? We will continue to discuss this question tonight with Elder Abel Struxness. Have a pen and paper to write down some notes. Let's now call Elder Abel and see if he is available. Hello, good evening. Elder Abul?
2: Good evening. Yes, good
0: evening. You are live on Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. How are you this evening, Elder Abul?
2: Oh, well, here all is well. In Norway we have a beautiful weather and we enjoy the summer.
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Elder, tonight we will be discussing these questions together. Is Satan's global conspiracy against God's law being led by the papacy? Are other Christian churches rebelling against God with the papacy? Why are many Christians rebelling against God's law? How is God trying to save us from this rebellion? And what advice can you give to people who want to be Christians today? So Elder Abu, before we have a discussion about God's word tonight, shall we have a word of prayer, please? Yes. You were having a
2: father? Thank you for this um, opportunity to share God's word with other people. And uh, we are thankful for John that has started this program. And we pray that you must bless this uh, program also. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Elder Abel, is Satan's global conspiracy against God's law being led by the papacy?
2: Yes, it is an interesting uh, question. And uh, I will ask you, John, to read some of the scriptures for me, because uh, you are uh, speaking English very well, and uh, therefore I will use you a little. (laughs) So can you please read uh, the first text from Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 to 9?
0: Yes, sure. And the Bible reads, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him.
2: Yes, I think this uh, text uh, is uh, very interesting in this uh, connection beca- yes. because uh, it reveals that um, Satan started uh, his uh, war against God in heaven, right. uh, and he was so smart uh, he could deceive one third of the uh, of the heavenly angels. Uh, and he was cast uh, out into uh, the earth, right. and his angels were cast out with him. So, so it seems that Satan is using the same strategy uh, on this earth as he used in heaven. So, right. so this this uh, this this is an um, he, he worked uh, if we can uh, say it in that way behind the scenes. Right. Uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, against uh, um, uh, um, in in the back of God, or if we can say it in that way. So 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 he was very smart in his strategy, and uh, and he is using the same strategy on this earth. What? And then I want to uh, just to know a little more about this. Uh, please uh, read the uh, first uh, Peter uh, chapter yes. five verse yes. eight.
0: First Peter chapter five verse eight. It reads: Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour.
2: Yes. So when the devil is compared with a lion, we know that a lion is a very dangerous uh, uh, animal. Right. And, uh, and uh, if we should meet a lion, uh, to, to fight with a lion, that will be very hard. So, uh, so in that way, uh, the Bible reveals to us that we have to be on guard because we are, we are fighting against a lion. Right. Yes. So but but to answer this uh, question more is Satan's global conspiracy against God's law being led by the papacy, then I want you to read uh, Revelation chapter 13 verse 2.
0: Yes. Revelation chapter 13 verse 2 reads, "And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority.
2: Yes, and I think that this is a very good answer of this question, uh, that the dragon, the Satan, gave the beast uh, his power, his throne, and great authority. Yes. And uh, if we examine who is the beast we have seen in this program, uh, references uh, to also to, for example, Luther, Martin Luther, and the, and the Protestants. Uh, they reveal that all the signs of the B- biblical uh, be Antichrist points to the papacy, and when the dragon gave uh, the beast his power, his throne, and great authority then we understand that Satan is working through
0: the beast, the papacy. Yes. And listeners, adding to what Elder Albo has stated, we direct you back to last week's show where we had took you through the book of Daniel and Thessalonians and, and Luke as well. And we took you through many Bible texts to show that pagan Rome was in power first. Satan used pagan Rome to persecute God's people and then papal Rome. So Elder Abul now is just sharing with us more Bible texts to give proof to this fact. That this is absolutely clear through the scripture and history that Satan's global conspiracy against God's law is being led today by the papacy. So Elder Abul, I don't know if you have any more thoughts upon this point before we go to the next question.
2: I want you to read also Revelation chapter 12, verse 17.
0: Okay, let me find this. Revelation chapter 12, verse
2: 17. Yes. If yes. Are you there?
0: Yes. And the Bible reads... And the dragon was rough with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ.
2: Yes, so this is also a text that reveals uh, very clear to us that we are in a war, and that um, uh, Satan is uh, have this war, war against the, the people that uh, keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ.
0: Right, amen to that. Yeah, so, Elder Abul, are other Christian churches rebelling against God with the papacy?
2: Yes, then I think we shall start with the Bible text from Revelation chapter 17, verse 5. Right. If you, if yes. you please can read it, uh, John.
0: Yes. yes, Revelation chapter 17, verse 5 reads, And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery... Babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth.
2: Yes. It is uh, also very interesting that the papacy uh, uh, also says that uh, they are the mother of churches. Yes. And uh, uh, here we you, in this text you read that uh, uh, the, the this um, uh, mystery this this uh, Uh, Yeah, this woman that is talking about here, it's it's called the Harlot, Babylon the Great, and the mother of the Harlot. So so the papacy, the Harlot, has many Harlots, and today they're working together with the papacy in the ecumenical movement. Yes. And, the, and the ecumenical movement started from the Vatican Council, II from 1962 to 1965. And before that time, the Catholic Church called the Protestants for heretics. After the Vatican, uh, Second Vatican Council, the Catholic Church called the Protestants for separated children. Right. And now, in 2022, They call uh, the Protestants for brothers. So now they are all Christians, both Catholics and Protestants.
0: Yes. Elder Abu, I'd just like to pause there um, one minute, please, because I'd like to bring in a Bible text. This is for some listeners, because we're using the proof text system. And in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 6 and verse 2, you see, the Bible uses symbols, and the Bible says, I have likened the daughter of Zion to a comely and delicate woman. And again, we had studied this in previous um, radio shows, that um, when the Bible uses the symbol of a pure woman, a beautiful woman, that's the church in its pure state. But Elder Abel has shared with us the scripture texts where we are seeing the symbol of a corrupt woman, a harlot, a whore, you see, and you'll find, and and you'll see that when when the church is symbolized as a whore that means that the church is basically apostatized or it's it's become disobedient to god and so that's yeah. why we're confidently using these symbols and why elder Arbu can confidently state that this 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 woman in revelation chapter 17 verse 5 called mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots we can confidently state through all the biblical evidence that this is symbolic of the papacy, who has who's a mother of harlots, as Abel has said, and that's why thisness is using it in that context. So, carry on, please, Elder yes. Abel. Pardon, carry on, please.
2: Uh, I cannot hear what you said.
0: Yes, um, you, you can carry on. Um, speaking please yes
2: yes thank you thank you and thank you, yes, because I want to say a little more about this uh, uh, this question Are all the Christian churches rebelling against God with the papacy uh, yes. because uh, because um, uh, the the fallen Protestant churches are rebelling against God together with the papacy. Yes. Uh, through the through the ecumenical movement, and we know that it it is this ecumenical movement started uh, it started by the Catholic Church, and uh, today we have they have we have many um, uh, ecumenical movements, and some of the names of them are Global Christian Forum, World Christian Communions, and also in Norway, we have Norway Christian Council, Swedish Christian Council, Finland Christian Council, and I think that you also have some uh, of these councils also in England and Great Britain. Yes, right. So, so, uh, so, uh, what is happening is that uh, the Catholic Church has managed to to gather all the churches under their umbrella. Yes. True, true, true. This ecumenical movement, and uh, and uh, so so today, uh, the fallen Protestant churches they are rebelling against God with the papacy. Yes. And I want also you, um, um, uh, John, uh, please to read uh, uh, Revelation chapter seventeen verses twelve to fourteen.
0: Right, and the Bible reads And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen.
2: Yes. So here we also have the war again. This is about what is happening in the last time of world history, as I understand yes. this. And uh, and the ten horns is a symbol of the world powers, the countries in the world that that um, uh, that will give their power to the beast. Yes. So the beast has uh, understood that he cannot conquer the uh, the world alone. He must work together with all the other kingdoms. Uh, and uh, and we read that uh, that they have one mind, and they will give yes. their power and strength and to the beast. And and then we have this uh, this uh, next verse. As you read. Uh, uh, in verse 14, these shall make war with the land and the faithful people of God. So here is the, yes. here is the, uh, the war in a nutshell. It is uh, the world powers uh, going together in this last time. And this is not only political powers, but the religious power, uh, powers are also gathered together in, in this battle.
0: Yes, yes And again listeners Elder Abel is adding more scriptural evidence To what we have studied before In previous shows Because again I will direct you to what we had studied previously Where the Apostle Peter in Acts chapter 4 in And verse 26 and 27 He stated The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth, against thy holy child Jesus, listen, listen, listeners, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. You see? And so, this global conspiracy against God's law, um, the Apostle Peter had stated that the church had aligned itself with the state. In, in order to, um, to, 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 to rebel against the teachings that Christ has given to his church. You see, so this is nothing new, what Elder Abel is speaking about. Sadly, people that profess to be Christians don't want to be obedient to God's law. They would rather, many people, for reasons that we don't know, only they know, they would rather make an alliance with the papacy and with the state, and um, so this is nothing new. We're not speaking heresy tonight. We're speaking actual fact, basically.
2: Yes, yes, that's true. And uh, I, I just want to be a little more concrete, John, about this war today. Yes, because uh, we have seen this uh, Paris Climate Agreement in 2015. Yes. Uh, we have seen the Popes uh, Laudato si, this uh, encyclical about uh, climate change. Yes. And uh, we have also seen this uh, Fratelli Tutti. This is uh, a, um, a document about that we all are brethren. Yes. This is from the Pope. And then, then uh, we have also seen this Agenda 2030 for Sustainable Development. Yes. Uh, that Started the first of January two thousand and sixteen, and it will uh, go to uh, two thousand and thirty. And this is a global ag- agenda yes. uh, to bind the, to bind the world uh, under the umbrella of the United Nations yes. and also the papacy that is working together with the United Nations. Yes, because um, because uh, um, the leader of the Vatican, uh, Pope Francis, and the leader of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, they are of course Catholics, both of them, yes. and they are friends, and they are working together for this new world order.
0: Yes, you see, listeners, is... and,
2: and I will also I will also uh, mention also this new pandemic uh, treaty uh, right. that they started in in March two thousand twenty two this is uh, and and this uh, this is about um, and this this treaty will be fulfilled in two thousand and
0: twenty four yes right uh, and
2: and uh, and this is this is also all this is science that they that they gathered the world together under uh under the united nations and the and um, and, uh, and um, world health organizations this is this is what we call the new world order, where um, sovereign countries they shall submit to the laws uh, uh, from the in, the international laws and also from the uh, laws from the United Nations.
0: Yes. Now let's pause it there, please, Alda because you've shared quite a lot of information with the listeners, and. We will be covering these subjects in more de- detail as time goes on. Elder Abel has mentioned these treaties and um, the, these workings tonight so that you can do your own research for yourself, listeners, because the Bible yes. is true. What Elder Abel is now is giving you practical evidence that what the Bible is stating is true, that this is no lie, you see? It's, it's a fact. Yes, no, it's, it's a fact. Yes,
2: it's fact, and and all the people that will uh, uh, that will try to find out more about this can find all this information on the internet.
0: Yes, yes. Well, Adar Abu, time is moving on. Um, why are many Christians rebelling against God's law? This is a question that people will ask.
2: Yes, then then I. Uh, then I hope you can uh, read James 4 4.
0: Yes. James chapter 4 and verse 4 reads You adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God.
2: Yes. Yeah, so we know that uh, today it's difficult to stand alone. If you not are a part of the global system, then you will have trouble. So most of the people, most of the Christians, they want to be friends with the world yes. and accept what the world is saying. And, um, but um, uh, we know that as Christians, we must first and foremost uh, follow the guidelines, uh, what God has given us, because yes. that's the best. But today Christians are also rebelling against God's law by keeping Sunday as a day of rest. Yes. In the in um, God's Ten Commandments, we read that we shall have the seventh day, the Sabbath, as a day of rest. Yes. Please, uh, John, can you read in this connection Exodus chapter 7, uh, 20, verses eight to eleven?
0: Yes exodus chapter 20 verses 8 to 11 the bible reads remember the sabbath day to keep it holy. six days shall thou labor and do all thy work but the seventh day is the sabbath of the lord thy god in it thou shalt not do any work thou nor thy son nor thy daughter thy manservant nor thy maidservant nor thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gates for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and handled it.
2: Thank you very much. And uh, in this text we, uh, we see very clearly that uh, it is the seventh day from the creation. God created this work in six days and rested on the seventh. And he has blessed this day as the Sabbath day, the day of rest. And uh, so most uh, so-called Christians are rebelling against God's law by keeping Sunday as a day yes. of rest. So uh, Sunday or Sabbath as a day of rest, that will be the main topic or the main test in the near future. Yes. And perhaps you can read about this, uh, uh, John, from uh, Revelation chapter 13, verses 15 to 17.
0: Okay, Revelation 13. Bear with me, please. Oh, the
2: yes, in Revelation 13, verses uh, 15 to 17.
0: Okay.
2: so we, the Bible reveals that um, this will be a test if we will be loyal to God, if we will worship God, or if, if we will worship uh, the beast and take his image. And uh, and um, uh, we know that uh, the papacy is saying that very clear that uh, Sunday is the mark of their authority.
3: Yes, right.
2: And it, it is also interesting, John, in this uh, climate, the de- climate debate. Uh, they will have Sunday as a day of rest. Yes. And no work, no working, no buying or selling, on Sunday, so they can have time to go to church and worship on a day of the Sun. Sunday. Yes. So in this way, we can see very clearly that the Christians they are rebelling against God's law by keeping a a serious Sabbath, Sunday, as a day of rest.
0: Yes. Yes. And listeners, I also would like to share Mark chapter 7, verses 6 to 9, because the same principle was taught by Jesus as what's happening today. Now, here Jesus says, here speaking to the scribes and Pharisees, he answered and said unto them, well have Esaias prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoureth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such things ye do. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition, you see, so when Jesus mm-hmm. was upon the earth, the Pharisees and scribes who were the teachers of God's people at that time, they laid aside the commandments of God and kept the tradition of men. you see, yes, and this led them to reject Christ as they would not humble themselves to submit to him. The same principle yes. holds true for many who claim to be Christians today; they keep the traditions yes. as are taught by the Roman Catholic Church and the heathen philosophers but they do not keep what the Bible teaches, as Elder Abel says. They do as the scribes and Pharisees do, and they put the words of men before the words of the God of heaven. And so that's the principle, as Elder Abel said. And for anyone listening, you have to decide, do you want to keep the commandments of God, or do you want to keep the traditions of men? Sunday worship is not a commandment of God. It's a tradition of men. It's heathen worship. You Mm -hmm. see. And so that's why many Christians are rebelling against God's law, because in essence they don't want to do what God says. They want to do what they, they want to do, what, what men, man says. And really and truly what man says is what Satan says, because you can, all, you can only serve one of two masters, either God or Satan.
2: Yes, so we, we, can, we can clearly understand that it will be difficult to be faithful to God in this last time of this world history.
0: Yes. Most certainly. So, Mm. Elder Abu, now, how is God trying to save us from this rebellion?
2: Well, we know that God, he sent uh, Jesus, his son, uh, to save us uh, from this uh, uh, rebellious uh, world. And um, when we are in a rebellion against God's law, and we understand our rebellion, then we have this promise. And this is from first John one nine. I can just read it. If we confess our sins, he is talking about Jesus Christ, yes. is faithful and just um, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it is important for us to understand that Christ has done all for us to save us. But it is up to us if we will confess our sins, if we will humble ourselves and confess our sins. And then when we do this, then Christ is always ready to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. And and we, uh, in this connection, I think that you perhaps also shall read John, uh, or I can read it myself perhaps, John 3.16. Most of the people, they, uh, they, uh, they know this uh, verse, but uh, I can find it here. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life so it is only uh, the solution for us to be saved uh, to 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 go victorious uh, through this war is to cling to Christ and accept him as our savior
0: amen amen it's as simple as that listeners Simple as that, yes. basically.
2: Yes. So, yes. Now, far- and, and perhaps, uh, perhaps I shall add, uh, okay. when we are in John, perhaps I shall add uh, uh, this uh, text from um, John fourteen six. Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right. So, we cannot. Uh, uh, be saved uh, by um, Muhammad or uh, the Pope or uh, some other world leader. It is only Jesus Christ that can save us from sin and so we can uh, have uh, eternal life.
0: Yes. And listeners would like to reiterate, Jesus, he desires to save us from our sins, not in yes. our sins. There's a difference, see. Amen. So Amen. it's very important we, He wants to cl- cleanse us And make us pure as he is pure So if you're a Christian And you're not interested in overcoming sin Then God can't do anything for you But if you want to be as God And if you want to truly glorify him And make him happy And to, and to, to, to represent him rightly Then as the Elder Abu said Then you know His desire is to cleanse us from all our sins so, mm. Elder Abu, okay. Now, what advice can you give to people who want to be Christians today? Because there may be many listening who haven't taken that step yet in their life.
2: Yes. Yes, of course, we have many encouraging uh, Bible texts about this, but perhaps you, John, can read for me and for my listeners, um, Uh, Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 30 because this is a word from Jesus Christ to us
0: Yes, Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 verses 28 to 30 Read, Come unto me, all ye that labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.
2: Yes, thank you very much, uh, John. And this text is very encouraging. Uh, it's an appeal to come to Christ uh, with all our burdens. And uh, when we yoke together with him, uh, He, when we are in trouble, he will uh, help us and uh, with our burdens. Uh, and uh, take the heavy burden so we can, uh, so we can endure and we can uh, come through the troubles.
0: Yes, amen. And I like how you explained that to the listeners today, that when we are in trouble that we can come to Christ. Because many people, when they're in trouble, they'll turn to alcohol, they'll turn to drug, they'll turn to fornication. You know, They'll even abuse themselves, thinking that they can find relief from their trouble. But... Yes. Christ is calling yes. us to himself, isn't he, Abel? Isn't he, Elder Abel? Mm. Yes. Uh,
2: uh, I, I want want you also to read uh, John uh, 6, verse 27.
0: Yes. Is it verse 27 or 37. I think I may have it wrong here. It's 37. Oh, okay, 37. Right. And it says here, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out.
2: Yes, and that is very encouraging, because many people, they feel that they are not, they are weak, they are nothing, uh, and they have perhaps done so much wrong things in their lives, uh, so perhaps they not can come to Christ, and Christ will not accept them, but uh, in this verse, we read that God, uh, Jesus, is always willing to accept us when we come to His Him in, in um, uh, with a humble heart and uh, and confess our sins, and He will forgive us and cleanse us from all things. So, so I will, uh, I will, um, I will encourage the people to not to be afraid to come to Christ. He is always ready to accept you to 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 um when to reach out his hands toward you uh, uh so so and he will listen to you and um i think that also if you are willing to read 1 uh, first corinthians uh, chapter one john yes. uh, first corinthians uh, chapter one and then verses uh, twenty six to thirty one
0: Yes, First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26-31 to 31 reads, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world and things which are despised have God chosen Yea, and things which are not To bring to naught things that are That no flesh should glory in his presence But of him are ye in Christ Jesus Who of God is made unto us wisdom And righteousness And sanctification And redemption That according as it is written He that glorieth Let him glory in the Lord
2: Yes And I hope that this can be an encouragement to people, if they are people that are listening, that feel like this, they are foolish, they are weak, they are despised, they are nothing, then Christ is interesting in just these people, because they think they are nothing in themselves. Uh, Many people, they think that, oh, they have so good education, and they are so rich, and they do not need the Christ. But these people, uh, they uh, look into themselves, they, they think that they are nothing, they're weak, they're foolish, they are despised, and God is willing to help you, to strengthen you, and accept you as his children.
0: Amen. Ado Abu we'll have a break here for some music, and we'll come back and round off with some closing thoughts.
4: glory of your royal throne above, and though your gifts of grace I often have despised, this is your legacy which I have come to prize. You chose to keep on loving me, The best of yours you'll give to me You've promised that your strength is always mine Though after all the world you see you never take your eyes off me I can almost see you standing there Beside the crystal sea And pondering from eternity How you could make my life so sweet. My heart is ready. It's open wide for you to do your work and reign as King inside. I wish that I could give what you have given me and in my tiny way i can by loving thee you choose to keep on loving me the best of yours you give to me you've promised that your strength is always Though after all the world you see, you never take your eyes off me, I can almost see you standing there beside the crystal sea, and pondering from eternity how you could make my life so
3: sweet.
4: Promise That your strength is always mine Though after all the world you see You never take your eyes off me I can almost see you standing there Beside the crystal sea And pondering from eternity How you can make my life so sweet
0: Does the Bible reveal the global conspiracy? Elder Abel, final thoughts this evening, please.
2: Well, I'm very thankful uh, that we have the Bible among us, and uh, because the Bible uh, reveals the future, uh, and uh, in such programs as this, we can use the Bible, uh, So, so we we want to uh, encourage each other to uh, understand the prophecies, uh, and because uh, as I understand the prophecies are being, the last prophecies are being uh, fulfilled today, and this uh, shall encourage us to be ready uh, for Christ's second coming.
0: Yes, well, Abu, shall we pray as we close the discussion this evening?
2: Yes. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you because you have revealed the future for us through the Bible. Uh, we understand that the prophecies are being, fulf- are being fulfilled today, and we pray that More people will take time to read your word, so we better can understand the time we are living and be ready uh, when you soon will come and take your faithful people to heaven. May we all be ready for this event. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Elder Abu, thank you for joining us this evening on Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. Listeners, if you have any questions or if you would like any more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org or you can send a text message to 79 If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address and we will send you a free tract called Believe It or Not. Those who are living outside the UK can request for an electronic version to be sent to them free. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness internet radio, go to the e section, then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapters 98 and 99, you will find the subjects, the powers that be, and union of church and state. These will give you more information about today's topic. On next week's show, we will discuss the subject who is the Antichrist? Well, that's it for tonight. Until next week, good night and God bless. Voice in the wilderness, internet radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live the this congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio, enlightening the world every week.